News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show, here with you for the next eh, 29 minutes, 30 minutes or so. Hope it's a good Sunday morning for you. In the studios, in addition to many of you who've already sent in questions or online standing by, we have Brian Likens, who's in for Randy Rocky. They're both over at uh, Swan Financial. And I'll tell you, Brian, Randy's very proud of you. He says, you are just going crazy with the amount of uh, deals that you're working right oh, now. Oh, it's it's pretty great time. That's good to hear. Yeah, good for both buyers and sellers. You can uh, reach Brian anytime at 773-4834. That's great. Right? Yes. Also here, good friend and a great uh, person in, in person, legal counsel over at uh, Limestone Title and Escrow, it's Lee Harris. And Lee's direct cell phone number is 649-7964. Thanks for having me, Bob. Oh, it's good to have you here. And my son, Greg, is back. Good to have you here, buddy boy. Back, baby. Feels good to be back. back. Good to have you back here. And uh, Greg can be reached at Instagram, which is getting popular and and more and more uh, interesting, as it is, uh, at at Greg Sekoler, at We Sell Louisville. We're either all, or, we're all across either the board. At You're Sekol- even at, at Bob Sekoler, the at symbol. He's there too now. Yeah, I'm there. Yeah, I'm on it. We yep, got him on. Rolling. It. Okay, we're, we got a lot going here on today's show. So let's start with the very first question of the morning. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Heather. Yeah. I'm going through a divorce right now, and I'm not on the loan, but I'm on the deed. I was just wondering, how would I go about doing? Um, putting my name on the loan, do I need to refinance or should I even put my name on the loan? So you're not on the loan. You are on the deed. So you want, uh, now let's just pull our group here. I would tell you, you don't want to be on the deed if you're going through a divorce. Um, or on the loan rather. Yeah. Or on the loan. I mean, you want to be, if she's not you're on, on the, the deed. Yeah. She's you're not, not on, on the loan. If she's not on the loan, she wants to be off that loan. Yeah, if you're on the if you're going through a divorce, so let's let's spell it out, Brian. Yeah. So, yeah. so there's two things when you take possession of a house. There's the deed, which says legally you're responsible for the property. You own the property in the eyes of the government. Lee, am I correct yes. on that? Yes. Okay. Then there's how are you paying the mortgage That's to, the loan. to become the the owner of it. And that's the loan, right? Correct. Now, if you're on the deed and you're not on the loan, that's a good position to be in as uh, someone going through a divorce. Am I correct, folks? Right. So for the millennial in the crowd, and, and I think we actually just had you teaching a class for us, and I think just to revisit that, so you can get on, you can take, if you're married, or say you're not, say maybe she wasn't married in the beginning and then got married, and whoever is on the loan was the original owner, when you get married, she has to be added to the deed, correct? Because this is... No, you don't she have, doesn't be, have you can, to. Okay. You, can, you can be quit, quit, quit claimed okay. to yeah. the deed. Okay, that's, that's what I'm trying but, to So figure. let's go through a scenario. So let's say, oh, your name is Gus, and you are single, and you're getting married. Now, all of a sudden, you're, you own, you're, she's moving into your house, and that house has you, the Gus, as the owner in the eyes of the county, Jefferson County, which yes. is where you're paying taxes, right? right? If you're in Jefferson County. Okay, so, and let's say Melinda is the, the new wife. So how does Melinda 
have possession of the house, other than besides the fact that Melinda she's not wants married. to get in the game. How sure, does she get if on Melinda, if, if Gus and Melinda decide, I want you to be on the deed. Also, mm-hmm. he can quit claim her onto the deed. He can also do survivorship, which means if one of them passes away, it goes to the other. Somebody can own a house uh, without putting their spouse on there. However, if it's not in survivorship, then when that person passes away. Half would go to their spouse mm-hmm. and half would go to their estate, meaning if they had kids or parents or someone else, uh, they're not necessarily going to inherit half of that house. So let me tell, tell you why this is so important. Mm-hmm. And I, I, not to, to set aside Heather's question, but uh, this is just this just happened to us last week. Um, one of my sellers who we had uh, listed, we sold, they were getting ready to close either this week or next week. Uh, I get a call that... Uh, from the mother-in-law that the husband who had, they had both moved out of town, the husband had passed away in his thirties, uh, from an aneurysm. Oh, wow. So I'm, uh, I'm in shock. Everyone's in shock, obviously. But then comes the question, okay, it's under contract, ready to be sold. Can the widow who is distraught anyway? So that's what we're working with uh, her mother and her mother. Can she still sell the house? Because Lee, re- reprise what you just said okay. in terms of how it is. The first thing to do is to pull the deed and to right. see how this house is deeded. If it's in survivorship, mm-hmm. then the widow owns the house 100%. And she can sell. Yes. Right. If it's not in survivorship, in other words, if it's in the husband's name only or mm-hmm. whatnot, then she gets half under Kentucky law mm-hmm. uh, of his property. And if he has parents or like I said, children from another marriage or children from their marriage or whatever, then it's going to be split. But it's so, got to go to court and yes, go to before a judge. To probate, yes. So that takes... So you need to pull the deed first thing. It's very easy in Jefferson County. You go on the online records, you pull it up, you see right there in the first paragraph, it'll tell you. Yeah, so you just have, so you know, we did, yeah. and it is in survivorship. And she's good to so go. So we're good to go. Yeah. But my bring, reason bringing this up as a little offshoot to what's going on with Heather is this, this couple, they're in their mid-30s. And on this Sunday morning, as you're going to church or getting ready or you're listening to this show, you, all of us, need to have in place a will to check to see how the house that you own, your property that you own, is set up. Yes. Because you never know right. when today is the last day of your of yourself yeah, on not, this not just uh, you know Not just for the home, but like you said, the will. So kids, uh, property, all the good stuff down the line. I know Casey and I, you know, I'm in my 30s, and we made sure when we started, you know, when we travel, one of the things we first things we did was sat down with one of our attorneys and made sure that we right. had all that kind of stuff lined up to make sure because you, you never know. And, and I'm going to go one step further here, folks. So understand, I'm just doing this because I have personal stake in this because I've gone through it, and I want—I don't want you to go through this. Have you discussed with your spouse that in the event of your you pass away, or something happens to you, how you where and how you want to be either buried or cremated or interned? Have and has that been stipulated either in a will or at least that your spouse knows, or at least somebody in your family knows what your your last thoughts were at that point. Oh yeah, you you're, yeah that you're was that was yes, part yeah. of well, that yeah. was part of okay. the whole thing when we went to do. And the, the reason I'm yeah. just saying this, and I take this personally, is because uh, many of you know that uh, Noreen, my wife of um, of 41 years, passed away three years ago, and we hadn't talked about how what happened in the event something happened to either of us. And once she became ill with breast cancer, 
it was already too late to even bring that up because um, it's it was how do you discuss that when the other person is suffering already to the point where you don't want to. So you get what I'm saying here. So that's why right now make a note in your head to discuss this with your better half to discuss what will happen, where it will go. Discuss and, and look into whether and, it's... And it doesn't need to be a morbid thing. I mean, no, this it is something that's easier to right. do, way easier to do when you're healthy and things are yeah, going it's, well. It's impossible than, to do this when the spouse is saying. It is, like, like it's Bob impossible. Said, yeah. It's impossible. You, it. you don't want to broach that subject. It, you just trust me on this. So, Lee, wh- let's get back to Heather here to get back on track. So, Heather, Heather doesn't necessarily want to be on the mortgage. I wouldn't and, want to. <laughs> no, because that's committing you to paying off the yeah. loan that's on the house. Yep. Being on the deed, Brian, just means she can live there unless there's a divorce decree that says she has to leave. But nonetheless, she's not responsible for the mortgage, which her soon-to-be ex will be totally responsible for. Correct? Correct. I would think that would allow a lot of flexibility. Let's say, for example, he was the breadwinner. So if the mortgage started getting behind, it would mostly fall upon his unfortunate credit and not hers. Yeah. yeah. Putting, so ultimately, okay. Heather, you're going to have to have a settlement agreement. And yeah, he'll discuss that yeah. issue. Yeah, and that's a that's a legal issue for a divorce right. attorney right. of mm-hmm. specialty. Okay, let us go. I hopefully Heather that helped, and maybe another area that helped as well brought up a very sensitive point. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio eight forty WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Jimmy. Yeah, uh, we're thinking about selling our house and uh, really like another house, but we don't want to have two mortgages. What's our best course of action? Oh, Brian, uh, bridge loan is what we would call it in the past. What are some of the courses of action Jimmy can take? Well, one of the one of the really neat loans that are available now. It's actually the term is called a recast, and what the lenders are allowing you to do is put down a. Let's say, for example, you you found another home and you really want to get into it. You might not be able to sell your property in time, but you have enough down uh, money saved up in your bank account for a minimum down payment. So what you could do, so for example, is maybe put 5% down on the new house, and then once that other property sells, the lender will allow you to come in and make a one-time large payment and reset your whole mortgage for you. Hmm. So it's kind of like bypassing um, the bridge loans because yeah. we never see those, haven't seen those in years yeah, anyway. Time, yeah. But this is a, good, a chance for you to be able to buy that house, not be under the pressure of selling the other one you know, as fast or quickly, especially if you find something that you love. Um, this allows you to go in, make the uh, minimum down payment, and then as soon as you sell that property, you can put the large sum down, and they will reset your entire payment for you without you having to refinance. Okay. It's called a recast. It's new, and, and yeah. lenders are doing it. Can any anybody who owns a home who has a mortgage with any bank, mortgage company, can they do that recast? Uh, well, no, I think it's certain lenders that are allowing it, and a okay. lot of banks aren't. So you definitely want to okay. probably talk to a mortgage broker about that because with the flexibility, they're multiple lenders. Yeah, we talk about that all yeah. the time, how big banks can't do certain things that the smaller lenders can, can. do. And vice versa, yeah. but I get it. Yeah, right. Sure, yeah. sure. All right, good. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekulder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Roberta. Yeah. We're planning on selling our home in the next six months. Uh, what should we do to fix up our house? What things do we need to, to look at and fix? in order to get more money for a house. Okay, so do you have, Greg, do you well, have Yeah, I mean, we, we talk about yeah. it all the time. I uh-huh. mean, aside from being a photographer and making it look good, we always talk about safety and structural. Obviously, those are the biggest things that can deter, um, especially when you have an inspection, they come in, things that are going to have to be fixed anyways that could take away from value. 
Um, a lot of people like to try to do the renovation stuff, but we err on the side of caution. We've got some – I know Bob has some things he can send out as far as what, what you can look at to recoup the most of your money because mm-hmm. we see all these these DIY fix-it-up shows that say, oh, we put in 70000 and our return is 100000 and it's just it's not the case, especially if you're selling in the short term. Right. But I would say for me, uh, you're looking at safety and structural um, and then cosmetic things on the outside that may just appeal to the eye that will help the ho- the home sell um, perceived value is what I call it, that it just doesn't look or smell or feel as bad. All right, so let me give you some <laughs> lists. So this that's very good for starters, but let me go a little more deeper into this whole thing. So first of all, if you have dark wood paneling, this is no longer a dark wood paneling get rid of that. era. So you can get rid of it. The easiest thing you can do, this is the simple fix. I like my bottle of Woodford with my dark, yeah, okay. uh, with yeah, my smoker's jacket yeah, yeah, okay, and my good wood paneling. Yeah, 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 it's an old, old video. <laughs> no, yep. no millennial ever. Uh, you <laughs> prime it, prime the wood paneling, and then paint it. And paint it a neutral color. If you want, the in color is a light gray, but you could also go with a light tan or even white. But the, I'm just trying to do that. Carpet has gone passe. There was a time when wall-to-wall carpeting was a luxury. It was a must-have. Uh, not so much anymore. Now mm. it's wood floors. If you could stay away from from the le- less expensive wood floors, um, there's and you know there's yeah. a lot. You say that but there's a lot of good products coming on the market. You look at your scraped, local flooring, scraped hardwood, right? Even they call it the luxury vinyl now. We just put some in our basement that yeah. has the scraped hardwood looks waterproof. It's not like the old the vinyl of the past that chips up and you you always you right. Know, you know how it goes. But but carpeting not so much. And then if you want, you put an area rug over that. Okay, yeah. honey oak cabinets were the staples in kitchens in the 1980s and 1990s. They have a golden tone wood cabinet, not so much anymore. God, beige walls. Remember, I mentioned the key inside color right now is a light gray. Yep. In fact, the studios here at uh, they got eight forty WHS light gray. They're happening. Uh-huh. Pop, popcorn, but you know we brought in some ceiling or some sound deadening tiles. I've yet to see those go up on the wall. Make a note. We need to get there. <laughs> we will. We'll have a party and have people put them up here because that's nuts to wait so long. Popcorn ceilings are out. Yep. Gone. Um, The reason they were done is that it was cheap to do because if the sheetrock that went up on the ceiling was uneven or the seams weren't correct. Couldn't see it. You popcorn. I did that in a house once. I I remember that. That That was a fun time. It it just uh, concealed all problems. (laughs) Pastel fixtures are out. Laminate countertops are out. Shiny gold fittings, like brass fittings. Gone, and but the problem is if you start on this, and this is the problem. Um, if you start now and start moving forward, if you do the doorknobs, then do you do the hinges? And if you do the hinges, do you then do, then do the cabinet pulls in a, in a kitchen or in a bathroom? So and that's where you get into the whole thing. Where what what return are you looking at? Of what, yeah. what's the buyer looking for? Are they going to do it anyways? There's a lot of different things that when you come in and have Bob do a, or or an agent do a buyer con- selling consult, right? They can go through piece by piece and individual by individual. All right. Uh, some other things that are out real quickly: avocado green appliances. No kidding, right? My wife would like that. Built no. in <laughs> built in media cabinets are gone because of those flat screens now. And uh, a lot of wallpaper is gone. Forget it. If you got wallpaper, you can also prime and paint, spackle the um, the seams, sand them down, prime, paint, and then they disappear for the most part. So mm-hmm. that, that will do it. If you're looking for help and tips on selling your home, we are in big trouble. We've sold a lot of our homes, and our homes help our phones ring. 
So if you're thinking about selling, please do not hesitate. Give me a call or send me an email, and we can send you out a free, no-obligation booklet. It's 150-plus steps on how to sell your home faster and for more money. You can call me at 376-5483, or you can send me an email, bob at com. Joan, hopefully that helps you um, uh, on what you were looking for, and Gene, that will help you. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekolder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. Yes. This is Gene. Hmm. I'm putting my dad's house up for sale, who had a will, but my mother-in-law does not have a, a formal will through a lawyer. She's uh, got a handwritten will. And will that stand up in Kentucky? Lee? Yes. Uh, yes, it will. That's called a holographic will. Um, a holographic will? Yeah, really? That's what it's called. Yes, that's interesting as, term. as long as you have witnesses, is if it's witnessed. If she just wrote it at her table yesterday, no. But if she had wrote it out and has witnesses, uh, then it will stand up. Um, yes. So uh, just look at it and make sure that she had at least two people sign off that does she... Does it need to be notarized? No, care? it doesn't have to be notarized. Now it does. I mean, people nowadays, you have to have... It's much stricter on wills. You have to have notaries yes. and all of that. But in the olden days, I guess I'll say... Not needed, huh? Right. Isn't that interesting? Okay, good. Well, hopefully that helps you on that. Yeah. Uh, we are going to take a break. When we come back, three home repairs that could really help you get your home sold this spring and, and summer. In the studios... Brian Likens from Swan Financial at 773-4834. Also, Lee Harris, legal counsel, limestone, title, and escrow. You can reach her directly on her cell phone at 649-7964. Son Greg, who you can reach on Instagram. And you're, what do you use? At We Sell Louisville. At Greg Sekolar. Wherever. Yeah, we're everywhere. We're at everywhere. We sell Louisville. And you can reach me at Bob Sekolar anytime, 376-5483. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. This is Lee Harris, owner and attorney at Limestone Title and Escrow here in Louisville, Kentucky. We are an experienced team of processors and attorneys who will be happy to help you with your closing needs. We are known for our flexible closing times. We're open to nights and weekends, whatever suits you or your clients. We can help you provide a smooth and quick closing and help with difficult situations based upon our history of expertise and experience in closings. Call us anytime at 502-632-227. Need a home loan or refinancing? You need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial. Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor. Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 26362. Equal housing opportunity. Call for additional cost information, other restrictions may apply. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Whether investing in the best entrepreneurs on Shark Tank or hiring the best real estate agents at the Corcoran Group, doing my homework on them ahead of time was critical. So which agent do 
I recommend in your area. In Louisville, I would call Bob Sokoler. Bob outsells every agent in Louisville year after year and attracts thousands of buyers every month. That's why he can guarantee to sell your home at a price and a deadline you agree to, or Bob will buy it. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get top dollar for your home. Radio 840 WHAS. Thank you, Barbara Corcoran, Shark Tank fame. Just saw her a couple of weeks ago. If uh, you want us to talk about the guaranteed sell program, no problem. Just simply give me a call. We come out, we set the price, we put it on the market, we sell it, no other extra charges. You can cancel anytime with our guaranteed sell program. If you're looking to sell your house, not a problem. Uh, go to, and this is, I love this. Um, LouisvilleHouseDoctors.com or LouisvilleHouseDoctor.com. We come out and we get it listed. And, yes, we do make house calls and no extra charge for that. So, <laughs> yeah. In the studio, we've got Lee Harris, who I've known for a long time, legal counsel, limestone, title, and escrow. You can reach her at 649-7964. Also, Brian Likens, who's in for Randy Rocky over at Swan Financial. They all do a great job. 773-4834. My son, Greg. Yep. And then you can reach me at uh, bob at Uh That's one way to do it. Or you can call me at 376-5483. Three home repairs that can help you get your home sold. Fix flooring flaws. So this is so important. Scratched up wood flooring. Ratty, outdated carpeting. Tired linoleum. They make your home feel sad. And according to House Logic, which does a lot of reports for nationally, Buyers might take one step inside and scratch the property off their list. Most buyers don't want the hassle of replacing carpet and may not accept a credit to cover the cost after the sale. So what you need to do if you need, and we've got vendors who can help you, whether it's carpeting or floor or vinyl, is get it replaced, get it looking new. Paint also helps as well. Repair water stains. A home's plumbing issues may have been Long resolved, but leftover water stains will mislead buyers into thinking the problem's still there. First, double check that the problem truly is fixed. Exactly. Right? Number one. Number yeah. one. Then make, <laughs> and then, then, yes, make the repairs, and then any water stained ceilings that can be painted over once the repair has been done uh, will help you sell. Drywall really needs to be repaired if it's a hole or if there's a piece of drywall tape hanging. So, need to do that too. And finally, Touch up the grout. Yellow or cracked grout can be a turnoff to buyers. And this uh, specifically, I've seen this so many times in bathrooms, typically around the countertops or in in a tub. Um, Anywhere, because of the heat, the heat dries out the caulk. The caulk then starts cracking. So you want to try to touch that up or the grout. Uh, The best return on investment projects before selling a home involve making the home look like new. Yeah, just like we were talking about earlier before the break. I mean, those are the little things, the regular home maintenance that you should be doing in the first place. Some people let it slide a little bit and, you know, just stay on top of that. It's so important, folks. And if you want that booklet on helping your home sell faster and for more money, and a lot of this is in it, don't hesitate. Send me an email, bob at com, and put uh, selling tips in the subject line. We'll send that back right out to you. You know, several months ago, we took over marketing, and Greg will remember this, for Kane Built Homes. Glenn had two homes nearing completion or completed in the Willowgate subdivision and was ready to get them sold. So he had learned about our Sekolar Midley team through a family member. Uh, actually, you had sold at my sister-in-law's house out in uh, J-Town, I think it was, mm-hmm. and uh, 
Uh, she was real pleased. Was, Did we live up to her billing of us? Did we oh, do yeah. it? Yeah, she highly recommended you. And so you're good with but everything we did. Anything we should change? No, no, I think everything's great. Now, the good news is, for anybody who's listening right now, there's a new home that you're building that's going to be in the same subdivision. What are the specs on that? That's about 3,300 square feet, uh, first, second level. Hmm. And i got to tell you, Glenn says there's about 1,200 square feet in the lower level. And again, that's the Willowgate subdivision. So Greg, get ready. We're going to be. Oh yeah, now I remember that. that his that one of those facades of that one, the ranch, was one of my favorite shots Gorgeous. that I ever took. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's built, he built a great house, Glenn. So uh, we'll keep you posted uh, at his next home. It should be gorgeous, spectacular builder. Remember, it's all about the way we do pictures and tours. You can check our reviews at LouisvilleZillow.com. You can go hear what the sellers say about us, LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. Um, it's really about what we do for marketing, and we love that uh, that we found uh, Glenn, and Glenn found us. All right, back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekuler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Hi, Bob. This is Gary. Yeah. And uh, what's the forecast for interest rates over the next six months? We're thinking about selling and buying a new home. A lot of people are. So, Brian, let's talk. They went up and then they came down. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, they actually did. Back in September and October, we started ahead in the fives, and now we're kind of in the mid fours to low fours again. Um, you know, there seems to be no rhyme or reason to it. Uh, we think maybe because it's an election. Who knows? Maybe I mean, election year coming up in two years. Yeah, they really? keep they keep the rates down until I guess that's over. But it, we kind of don't understand it. Basically, I know a lot of it does fluctuate with the stock market, but it's kind of an inverse relationship. So. Honestly, we uh, are kind of shocked that the rates are yeah, a little I mean, bit down. I remember I was pulling – we were going over the numbers for the year end earlier the month, and we were looking at where the interest rates were going and where the market was going. And the Louisville market actually as, – as much as we've been growing year over year and we've had the inventory issues, yeah. we saw a pretty, pretty steep slowdown for the past five, six years as far as – the amount of homes sold overall in Louisville. Now prices are going up, inventory is getting short, so we saw that. But I, you know, I'm 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 no financial expert, but it seems to be they see the trend. Things were slowing down a little bit, and they want to help pick things uh, back up point. a little bit and bring those rates well, down the, just enough to, to yeah, get the, people. Well, the Fed was supposed to raise short-term interest rates, I think, in last month or so, and they said no. Well, that and that may whether you. I'm not going to get political here. Whether you Lots like the current things, administration yeah. or not. The the president said, I'm not happy with Fed raising short-term interest rates. So whatever happened, so maybe that has something to to to, to get into this thing. But So where are we looking? Uh, right now it's forecast. a perfect time, and we were pr- almost at a 12-month low yeah. where, where we were going up, and now we're in a very good dip, so it's a perfect time. But right uh, not to be the worry ward, but there is speculation that uh, later this year it is going to go up and, and stay up above five. Is that what you're hearing as well? I I thought we were there going to be there right now currently to it be honest sense. with you so uh, it's hard to say for me personally so it, what that really well comes down to folks is if you are thinking about selling and moving up or down this is the perfect time and perfect the other thing is to, to mention is a lot of homes that are in the higher price ranges are slower to sell the absorption rate for the higher price points are in six seven eight nine ten months or more so you might be able to find a great deal on a home that's priced a little bit more. All right, we are going to uh, – we, we don't have time for one more call, so let me just get into one more thing that I wanted to bring up, which is five tips when buying a newly constructed home. You want to, one, make sure you hire an ins- inspector. This is so important. 
and we'll talk about that on a future show. Maintain good communication with your builder. Important. Look for a builder's incentives because they could give you some great uh, of discounts if you ask. Schedule extra time into the process of planning what you want. Visit the site often. And truthfully, get a realtor to help buffer the go-between between you and the the real the uh, the builder. It's so important to have that relationship with the agent and especially the builder because you, you have issues that are going to come up one year, maybe two years after, and some builders will only cover you for the first year. But a good builder who knows his stuff and the relationship is built that way, you're going to get a lot more done maybe a year, two years, if there's some little issues like my builder. Yeah. We, we're two years out. Some small issues taking care of absolutely everything. And as we wrap makeup. up, yeah. Lee, it, once it's closed, it's too late to, to contact an attorney. You can try, but a lot of times the builder is done and he's not going to come back and help. Right. You live, You lose your leverage, uh, generally speaking, at closing. Yeah. And everything the law says merges in the deed. So anything you knew about beforehand, you should take care of. And once, of course, you close and they have their check in hand, you know, you it's tougher you to get a lot them of to that do leverage. It. So yeah. Have a good relationship. Have your punch list done before closing. We thank Lee Harris, Limestone Title and Escrow, 649-7964. Also, Brian Likens, 773-4834 over thank at you, Swan Financial. Son Greg, thank you for being here. You can reach yes, me sir. anytime at 376-5483. Let's hope we get some warm weather. Boy, we've had it up and down, haven't we? Mm-hmm. See you next Sunday right here on News Radio 840 WHAS.